Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. to the opening drive and we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and have NHL on TNT and Bally Sports Midwest Blues analyst Darren Pang. Panger, how are you doing this morning, sir? Carrie, I'm doing fantastic. I see you've got our sidekick beside you there to, this morning. Good morning, Alexa. Panger, good morning. How are you? Doing great. Doing fantastic. Going to hop on a bird today and head over to Seattle and uh, do the game tomorrow night and then off to, uh, man, a little Edmonton, Winnipeg. Um, Western Canadian swing should be good. Yeah, Panger, what are you most excited to see from this team over the next couple of games based on what you saw from their home opener, from their season opener on Saturday? Yeah, you know what, Alexa and Carrie, just, I think just, just playing. I think for, I, I think for these guys, they, you know, they're playing the fewest amount of games and they're looking at the schedule and, and every other team is, is already in the grind right now. So that, that for sure. And, and then I think, just seeing how 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 the system settles down, you know, I I think Craig Berube said it best even prior to the the opener is that there's going to be some challenges with the way that they're going to be in their defensive zone that they've they've got a couple of little tweaks in there, and you know when when there's a little bit of change, they said it's not a whole lot of change, but we saw a little bit of it uh, in, in the opener uh, against Columbus where you know you collapse down low in your own zone. Um, you're, center iceman has a lot of responsibility in these little quadrants and your forwards collapse down low but what it does is it leaves the points wide open so i think there's still an adjustment right there uh because other teams are going to be watching that game one and say okay boy columbus really did a good job of working it down low and then punted it back to the points and then they were getting a lot of uh, shots and and there were a lot of little rebounds hanging around so I'm, i'm that's the part where i'm sure at practice this morning before they get on the plane that they'll be working on that alexa and tighten things up because i don't think they were real pleased especially in that second period with how they defended hey bang we, we uh we are looking at i'm looking at the schedule now and this will be seattle's fifth game and only the blues second there are teams that have 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 four games some three does that make a difference for for what the blues have to expect going into to tomorrow night's game yeah well i i think there's there's a part of that that they they can say well we're you know we're only playing our second game like, do we really have our legs underneath us, especially traveling out west? Um, and 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 how you know how well conditioned are we? Um, how are we going to play the sixty minutes? And you know, I, I think for Seattle, and they got thumped last night, five to one at home. You know, against Carolina, who's a great team, but um, you know, we, I think the one number one thing that the Blues are going to be thinking about is probably not Seattle, but more like we got to get in there and, and get get our game going really really quick here and not let. Seattle get into it because Seattle's a different team than last year. Kerry, they've got they've got some better players. They've got a couple of you know young up and coming players um, um, in B- Matty Beneers and uh, and Shane Wright, who was the what, what, what they end up the fourth or the fifth overall should have been the first overall pick. So um, with that comes inexperience, and then there's always our good friend Jaden Schwartz. I've been communicating with uh, with Schwartzy, and it's going to be the first time that he ends up playing against his uh, his former teammates here after after being here for so long. So I'm actually looking forward to that relationship and seeing him on the ice against his, uh, against his buddies and former teammates. 
Panger, I know it's a small sample size just from the one game, but from how this team is constructed and from what you've seen over the past couple of years in terms of how this team has their identity as being, you know, uh, they have the depth, they have uh, some versatility in terms of how they can score. Uh, and, you know, the, that fourth line can end up stepping up and shining in big moments. One of the big storylines from last season. What do you believe is the team's identity this year? It's a great question, and and I'm not I'm not sure if I know what the team's identity is just yet. Um, I think it takes a little while um, to honestly look at it and say, okay, that's what we're going to be. You know, I think gone are the days where the Blues just hounded pucks and and stayed on them in the offensive zone and held on to pucks and held on and I mean completely wore out the opposition. We saw that a little bit against Columbus, but I think this team now is a little bit more of a. Uh, transition game, speed through the neutral zone, uh, get in there, really dart in there quick, you know, and, you know, make plays. And, and I'm not sure if they're going to be a team that gets a, a lot of sustained pressure, but I think they're going to get a lot of quality scoring chances, especially when, when you see, you know, a guy like Cairo or Robert Thomas or, or Bushnevich entering the zone. And, and even I'll throw Barbashev in there as well, you know, gets going, stops on a dime, waits for the next layer of, of offense and it could be the D. We saw Colton Pareko with a couple of 100-mile-an-hour slap shots in the last game, and or it could be Justin Falk. And, and you know, I think that's that's kind of maybe, maybe Alexa, what the change is. So I think we've got to get it out of our minds what they did way back in 19 or 20, um, and even to some extent last year in the playoffs against uh, Minnesota and, and Colorado. So um, I'll, I'll, we, we might have to have this conversation in about, I don't know, maybe about a month, and, and then we'll see – like really where, where, where they do land as a, you know, depth-wise and as a team and, and how they're going to play against the opposition. Hey, Panger, we were talking about Torpchenko, and, and I was just amazed by his ability to come back from the shoulder injury um, and play the way that he played. He looked like he was moving well. He looked like he is a – he talked about how big he is, but just a guy that, that adds a lot of value. Uh, and, and we were talking to Kerber yesterday about the time he spent on the penalty kill, him and Nathan Walker. What does he add to this team? And, and, and those two guys being able to be trusted to be on the penalty kill, what does that mean for them? Yeah, good, good. I mean, I think trusted is a good way to describe what, what they're going to be. I mean, last year, Craig Berube just raved about Torpchenko. And, you know, even in first-year guy playing in the NHL, um, he couldn't wait to get him in the lineup. And, and that's always a challenge in itself. I mean, you're, you know, it's not just the coach that says, hey, I want him in the lineup. It's a it's whole organizational decision of who's getting bumped out of the lineup and wh- what direction um, is the team going to. So, for Craig Berube last year to fight hard for Torpchenko and, and really show him the confidence was really significant. And now he comes in, and I, I don't know about you, Kerry, I've never had a shoulder injury like that and, mm-hmm. and recovered from surgery. Have you had that during your uh, football I don't, career? What, what, I don't know exactly what the shoulder injury I had. I've torn both labrums and had surgery on both of those in both shoulders. So, yes and no. <laughs> I, yeah. But I didn't have to – I did not have to go hit anyone right after. So, there, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Well, he's he's um, and I I, I would think that it'd be a labrum uh, injury that he had, but I, I don't know as well. Actually, I never really did get into the details because like, it's funny when you when you tear something like I've I've done my ACL a couple of times and and I've done my MCL, and so I'm, I'm way more knowledgeable in the knees. And yeah. someone talks about shoulders, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I I've never torn one before, but I will say this: the guy's a tank. I mean. Uh, Alexa, you've seen him down there, just even roaming around the hallways. He he's six foot six without skates. I mean, he gets those skates on and shoulder pads. It, it is like a seven footer walking by, and and he's um, so anyway to have him in a you know like even though Nathan Walker's a 
you know, smaller in stature, he still has the inner gumption to go in there and bite somebody. Like he's, you know, it's a really nice compliment. I thought that line was really a breath of fresh air in that last game with Nola Chari as well. So whenever you get a fourth line like that, um, that's especially at home, I think when you need to kind of change the momentum of a game or you need to change the flow for a couple of shifts, it's nice to have a line that's going to go out there and do exactly what you think they're going to go out there and do. Speaking of coming back from injury, Jordan Bennington looked great in the preseason, was excellent in game one. For this team to be successful, does Jordan Bennington need to be the binner of 2019? Or what, what are your levels of expectations from him in terms of this team you know, getting into the postseason? Yeah, you know, I think if I look at anything, I think I look at maybe getting that save percentage overall this year, you know, up around that you know that 917 to if you can if you can get it to 917 or 922 and i mean i think that would be um that would that would be the the number that that pushes his numbers over the top and and i think the teams as well um i, I think in talking to jordan binnington um, and it's funny. Yesterday we got a. I, I was. I was. Uh, Randy's always asking about my dog Bruce, and then Jordan Bennington's got a, a Cavapoo as well named Biggie. So I th- we got them together yesterday, and they were running around the backyard uh, of Bitters, and I, I, it gave me an opportunity to actually just kind of just have a casual conversation with him and see where he's at. And I like. I like where his where his mind is at, and I like where physically he's at. He rehabbed his knee really hard during the off season, and I think that kind of gets you off the mental side of just thinking about being a goalie. I think I think it gets you into okay. I got to get this knee strong. I got to get this part strong. And and uh, I, you know, I think I think last year when when he started taking it over late after Vili Huso had such a great run, I told Binner yesterday. I said I, I can watch you in a warm up or I can watch you in a practice and see where your stance is, see where you are on top of your crease, where your glove is, and. Uh, for me, it's almost automatic. I'm like, oh boy, he's got it. He's on. Like that's, I, I, and I think he's over the years now. I think he's he's comfortable and kind of in his own skin, and he's comfortable being a little uncomfortable. And and I I I mean, I, I am looking for a huge year from Jordan Bennington. I mean, getting to the top of the league and getting, you know, when you have those conversations with everybody and everybody goes, well, don't forget about Jordan Bennington, you know, and and that's that's what I'm sure he wants to get to as well. And uh, I'm fully confident that he's going to get to that area. That was a great start against Columbus. I'm, there was a couple of areas where maybe those pucks were laying loose, but uh, he had them. They were under his pads, and, and that's kind of what happens in those first couple of games. But uh, all in all, I thought his camp was, was excellent. You can tell his work ethic is right there. Panger, I know everyone appreciated your Jordan Bennington insight, but I'm guaranteeing you fans are like, how do I get involved and invited to that dog party? Throw some biggie, let's go. I'll bring my puppy. Everyone can hang out. <laughs> It was a Monday, an off day, and kind of, and I'm kind of, we've talked about it forever, and uh, so it was just one quick call. Hey, what are you and Biggie doing? <laughs> which, uh, which the two dogs just ran around the backyard, and they, they, I, I got totally exhausted watching them. I love that. <laughs> Maybe that's a pay-per-view thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do like the uh, like the Mannings do. On the, you know, we'll have a, a sidebar <laughs> on, on the team. There you yeah, go. There you go. Right. <laughs> good, good one. You I like ca- that. You can catch Darren Pang tomorrow night on NHL on N- on TNT. Panger, are you all are you already out in Seattle? Or are you heading out today? No, I'm going to head out today. And, okay. Uh, going to head out today, and then uh, you know, then I head with the team to uh, to Edmonton and then to Winnipeg, and so. Uh, got a little bit of a road trip ahead of us. Well, safe travels. We'll be watching tomorrow night, and good luck. Okay, thanks, Carrie. Thanks, Alexa. Thanks, Banger. Okay. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. 
It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up-to-the-minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.